Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 91. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian. And my raspy voice. <laughs> yes. And today we got a special guest with us, Mr. Doug Middleton. Hey, Doug. Hey, Hello. Doug. Hi, guys. How's are you? How are you? Good. Yeah, I, I got a, a cortisone shot in my arm, and I guess the cortisone is affecting my voice now. Oh, no. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, so uh, hopefully we'll, that'll uh, heal up pretty nicely and quickly. <laughs> <laughs> With no side effects, you might even turn into a superhero or something. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so as always, we like to start with our guest first on what they've got. So, Doug, what have you gotten in the last oh, month or so? Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, we just come back from the Columbus Toy Show. And I just really didn't pick up too much up there. I found the Darth Revan Black Series uh, in the box, not the, on the not the re-release. So I picked that up, got a really good deal on it. And a Lego A-Wing Fighter, which I literally just finished putting together. So impressed with Legos and how meticulous they are. Detailed, I mean, it's really cool. In addition to those things, recently I've picked up uh, Costco Reeves on the Vintage card and in Black Series. A uh, whole slew of uh, different X-Wing ships for the X-Wing tabletop game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine bought an entire case of Masterwork card and gave me uh, Lyra Urso's autograph and the voice actor that nice. did Odaka. I know, right? I love them cards, those autograph cards. That's cool. And then the most recent vintage classic thing I picked up was a Rebel Transport uh, without the trap door, of course. But uh, loaded with figs. There's 18 uh, vintage Rebel Troopers, three Rebel Commanders, a 2-1-V, and all of them have the gas masks and the backpacks from the LOA. It was, it was a pure joy. I loved it. It made me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And that is about it. Not a pretty cool stuff. So you didn't have that I, transport before? I did not. No. Cool. Uh I'm not much of a vehicle collector. I love the action figures and especially carded, men on men on card, vintage. But uh, I'm real selective with my uh, vehicles. Just I don't have a lot of room. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, Costco Reeves Vintage Collection. Don't you think that's a great figure? They really they knocked that one out. I think. Oh, it looks just like her, doesn't it? Yes. I was impressed. Really cool looking figure. Yeah. Yeah, somebody was really nice and got that for you. He was. Uh, tell <laughs> your was. wife I appreciate it very much. <laughs> uh, What'd you get, Carl? Um, I got a few things. Not as big as your two-page list. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> I got the um, Vintage Collection Mandalorian Super Commando Captain. I got the Vintage Collection Mandalorian Death Watch Airborne Trooper. Um, I got the Figuring Dan Cantina guy. I feel like I need more of him, you know, to have a set, but I, I don't know what I'll do with that. But And I got the ARC Trooper Jesse from the Vintage Collection as well, and the Din Darjan, the one where he's in the um, the Trooper outfit, I guess that's what that is. Yeah, from Morak. Yes, thank you. And I got the retro figures from the Kenobi series, which is Kenobi. Vader. So wait, 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 stop right there for just a second. So you yes. got all of those figures, but you didn't get the 332nd Ahsoka Clone Trooper? No, I don't. I'm done with prequel stuff, even in Vintage Collection, unless it's Count Dooku. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm making this announcement now. I'm no longer I did not buying, know that. I'm no longer buying prequel stuff, even in the vintage collection. But you picked up Art Trooper Jesse. Uh, <laughs> but wasn't that in the in the like the Clone Wars? Clone yeah, the Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah. As was the Clone Wars Ahsoka Trooper, right? True, but it just seems like it seems borderline to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's put it this way. I'm just going to buy what I like in the vintage collection. There you go. And, Great and something prequel may slip in there, especially if they give me a Count Dooku vintage collection. Yeah, we still don't have one. Very do. Um, but the retro Kenobi figures, which I really, really I like. I think they've done a great job on them. i got the Kenobi and the Vader. It's neat to see the Vader with the red eyes and you know, holding the lightsaber, you know, instead of him coming out of his arm. And what else? But one thing I would have done different, and I posted on one of the Star Wars groups, and everybody disagreed with me. I think I'd rather had him with a, a vinyl cape instead of a cloth cape. But everybody's like, no, no, the cloth cape looks great. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fifth Brother Retro, Grand Inquisitor Retro, and <clears throat> Reva Retro, which I think the Reva looks better in the retro than it does the vintage collection she's kind of disappointing in the vintage collection i think mm-hmm. and the ned b retro droid figure as well but that's all i got okay i need to i need that guy from the micro machines to read mine <laughs> <laughs> so he can read it really really fast <laughs> oh yeah um okay i got uh let's see everything that carl got so we won't <laughs> double up on that uh and also I got. I went to a, an estate sale and picked up a Ewok battle wagon and an Ewok catapult. the The battle wagon, unfortunately, is missing the skull on top and the drum. And the catapult, you know, I got. I ended up getting some rocks off of eBay. It was missing those, and it's also missing the string. But the string can just get any string. <clears throat> and I picked up a diecast X-wing. I had one when I was a kid, and I don't know what happened to it. So I now have another one of those, but it doesn't have a canopy. Hmm. I never had any of the diecast ones they did. I have um, the Millennium Falcon still from when I was a kid, but I think it's missing the radar dish. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> I picked up the the laser rifle case. Even though I already had one, I went ahead and picked it up just in case somebody else needed one. And the Max Rebo piano, I got that there. And also the Star Wars 8-track. There was an 8-track tape of Star Wars. For those of you that don't know, ask your parents. I've seen those, but I was actually there for a while. I looked, I started to buy one off eBay and never did. That's kind of a cool find. Yeah, because I have the 8mm video. I have that too. Do you? Yeah, the black and white one. I think they did a color one too, didn't they? I don't remember if mine's black and white or color. Yeah, I'm 99% sure they did both versions. Mine's black and white. Okay. Um, also, while I was at the Columbus Toy Show, I picked up an R2-D2 and C-3PO Burger King glass. Me and uh, Doug Rochambeau'd over it. <laughs> <laughs> I lost. <laughs> and also picked up a Luke Empire uh, glass, Burger King glass. Um, also, how was the toy, how was the toy no, show? The toy show, oh, uh, sorry, the toy show was pretty good. Yeah, they've been really good the last couple. <clears throat> they had a lot of stuff there. I mean, heck, they had a lot of stuff that, you know, we were all missing, but they were, you know, really high prices. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
if you found like a sand crawler for 400 bucks it was missing everything and broken pieces and <laughs> so i was like eh, i think i'll pass on that but uh, yeah we did and then of course whenever we did that after we went there uh we went to see rogue one in imax that was really cool fantastic how was the crowd for that was it few people or a lot of people well in the one that me and doug and Dwayne went to there wasn't a whole lot there might have been how many doug what do you think 20 if that yeah i was thinking 15 now when me and stephanie and Bo went because we went two days earlier on friday because i we bought tickets for friday thinking it was supposed to be the only day there okay it was packed i mean there wasn't but only a couple of seats here and there open and it oh, did that's awesome that it did like 1.3 million over that the shows weekend. you how popular that's probably disney's most popular of all the <clears throat> movies they released i think star wars wise i would agree hands down yeah, it's certainly the best yeah and it and it being only in imax theaters because there's no imax here where we live you know we had to go all the way to columbus to even see it and i mean it still did over a million in just imax shows that's awesome. I'm not sure how many IMAX theaters there are, you know, like maybe 60, 70. So I think that's pretty good. Uh, also, while we were there, I went to the Lego store and went to the pick-a-brick wall and, and got some bricks. Uh, I've been doing a custom uh, carbon freeze at, freezing chamber and uh, been doing it up some. Hmm. And then also while I was up there, I met up with a guy from the Ohio Club who had gotten an Obi-Wan Kenobi Frosted Flakes box. And I picked that up from him. If you haven't seen that, it's got regular Frosted Flakes and chocolate Frosted Flakes in the same box. Oh, okay. So I had light side, dark side. Because <laughs> it has kind of like half Obi-Wan Kenobi with, of Tony Tiger, half Darth Vader. Hmm, interesting. Also, I got uh, Count Dooku mini bust from Gentle Giant. Yeah, I'm waiting on your review on that too because yeah, I've heard I, mixed reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it right here, and I was gonna—I haven't pulled it out of the box yet, but okay. the box itself—I mean, if the picture on the box looks like what it is inside, it's—it's it's a little off. That's what I'm hearing by most reviews, and that makes me sad. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look horrible. Yeah, but well, some some people exactly says it does look horrible, and some says it's just something's not right, and they can't place it exactly. <laughs> That's kind of what it is for me. There's something just not right about it, and I can't place what it is. But I wouldn't say it was horrible. Yeah, it's just it doesn't quite look like him. But that's okay. It doesn't have to be exact for me because even the the old man, the the you know the Luke from. I don't know if it was from Rise of Skywalker or if it was from... Uh, well, no, he's got brown hair, so that's from The Last Jedi. It doesn't look too bad, but it just looks a little off. I'll probably grab it if it doesn't sell out everywhere at some point. I mean, just for the fact that it's Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I also picked up the Death Trooper 4-pack. I, I think I got it from Hasbro Pulse. Also picked up the Black Series... Saul Guerrera and figure in Dan, thanks to my wife. <laughs> uh, picked up a bunch of Imperial Assault stuff. I found some on clearance and picked up uh, all the rest of the, uh, whatever that, uh, shoot, uh, scum. That's it, scum. So I think I have every scum figure now. <laughs> I figured I'd stick with one faction 
I've never actually gotten to play the uh, skirmish version. I've only played the, uh, whatever you call it, is it co-op or something, Doug? Yes. It's kind of a role-playing game style uh, tabletop. One of these miniatures. days I'll get Doug to teach me how to play. <laughs> it's actually lots of fun. We really have a good time when we do it. And it's the rules are sort of set up so that it's a, you know everybody against one individual who's playing the Imperial side. And uh, they get more and more powerful, and it's mission-oriented. So it uh, takes true cooperation. It's real fun. Yeah, I have the new mission box, too, the uh, Jabba's Realm. Uh, I've got some pewter figures. What what was those from, Doug? You were telling me what what game they were. They looked like they were the old, uh, what were they, the Rao Partha that came with West End games, the D6 RPG Star Wars. They're really, really great little figures, little pewter figures. They've been painted, But too. every one of yours has been painted and meticulously well done. I mean, it looked... Those are really interesting. I like mm-hmm. those a lot. Um, let's see. I got some X-Wing ships. I just picked up some some extra ones, even though I'd already had them in case I wanted to fly more than whatever I had. You need more of them. <clears throat> um, also picked up from the Disney shop the B2EMO or Zero, whatever. I can't tell what it is exactly. It's from Andor, that uh, stubby figure. And an R7 FNG, which is the Halloween droid. And his head glows. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to open yours? I may wait because they may put him in a, another pack one of these days. Then I'll open the, the multi-pack or something. Oh, okay. And that's all I got. That's enough. <laughs> I've pretty much cut back on Black Series figures. I haven't gotten very many here recently, and the only ones I've really been getting have been the ones that I already had on pre-order, and then a couple here and there. That's about it. Just because I, I'm done getting the clone troopers. I'm sick and tired of that crap. <laughs> yeah, just putting a, another stripe of paint on it and calling it a different figure. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. All right, so as far as new meeting news, uh, September the 10th is loaded with stuff. you got the Lexington Comic and Toy Show in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, you got the Highland Con, which is in Ashland. And then the Library Con, which is in Flatwoods, at the Flatwoods Park. And there's a lot of stuff going on on September the 10th. And they asked our club to be in two of the three, and of course... The Highland Con, they wanted to charge $75 for our table, even though we weren't selling anything. <laughs> so you, yeah. you can forget that. The Library yeah. Con, I think, will be at one way or another, because I'm pretty sure Mark said he would set up. But I think it's only from 5 to 9 or something like that. So it's only four hours. Yeah. And so I don't know how long. I mean, I got a birthday party I have to go to that day, so right during that time period. <clears throat> Have they ever done that before? Yeah. Yes, they've done it Have several they? times. Actually. This is, gosh, what is this, the fifth or sixth time they've done that? I think this is the second one they've done outdoors, right? They, before third. they had it. Oh, third, okay. Yeah, third one outdoors, and they've done at least three inside their building. Do they have a good turnout? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, one cool. year I helped inside, and we was right beside the Ghostbusters group, which was awesome. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> One other, I think the very first one, we were way back in the corner of the building, back 
by the books. I think the very first one. Yeah, I remember that one. <clears throat> the very first one wasn't very fun at all, I didn't think. <laughs> no, not really. And then September the 17th will be our club's fall festival. And it'll be at, uh, shoot, now I'm drawing a blank on the church. What's the church, Carl? Oh, I wrote it down, and <laughs> and it's upstairs on a piece of paper. <laughs> It's in Flatwoods. Yes, it's in Flatwoods, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> is it the Methodist Church there? Yes, it is. <clears throat> but there's, there's several. I know. Across <laughs> from uh, the Huddle House. Advanced Methodist. There we go. Yeah, Advanced Methodist Church on uh, Dietrich Boulevard in Flatwoods, Kentucky. And that will be from 1 to 6, I want to say. Although yep, people man. show up early. And you can, if you're not a member, you can come and sign up there on the spot. Yeah, ten bucks. That's it. Which is that's well worth it. Yeah, I mean, you'll get you'll get a door prize of some sort, and plus you'll get food, and you'll get a Christmas card from us later this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's well worth it. And you get to you come to the club meetings every month and well, and talk Star Wars. Do you uh, do you have stuff to give away? Do I have? For the giveaway table, did you have? Oh anything? yeah, I've, I've got a couple of donations I'm going to bring. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've already got them set aside. That's good. Yep. All right. So, as far as toy news, uh, the only thing that I've seen is more Black Series. Uh, <laughs> the 13th <laughs> Battalion Trooper figure. That's about it. There's a let's see. There's a Hot Toys Grand Inquisitor one six scale from the Obi Wan series. Um. There is a gentle giant jumbo sand trooper, and then a Obi-Wan Kenobi 1-6 scale mini bust, a Darth Vader Premier Collection 1-7 scale statue, a Bastilla Sean Gallery PVC diorama, which is a little strange. I didn't know they did PVC stuff. Mm. That's from Knights of the Old Republic. And let's see, from Sideshow, there is a Boba Fett and Han Solo in Carbonite premium format figure. A Chrome Stormtrooper from Hot Toys. That's kind of odd. Chrome Stormtrooper? <laughs> Does anybody remember ever seeing a Chrome Stormtrooper? Um, Phasma. Yeah, but that's a First Order's <laughs> Trooper. <laughs> remember, Toys R Us did those Chrome figures. Did a, one of a, did a clone trooper, Toys R Us oh, yeah. exclusive clone, and then they did like an R2 that was Chrome. <clears throat> there was a Darth Vader from, I think, Toy Fair or something, wasn't there? Vaguely, I remember that, I think, yes. There's been lots of Chrome-ish figures. Mm-hmm. I miss Toys R Us still. Yeah. And then a couple somebody more. On, Go ahead. Somebody on Twitter posted the other day they was in Canada and they stopped at Toys Toys R Us, and I got so <laughs> jealous of them sharing pictures and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what you miss when it's gone, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's some more Black Series. A Star Wars Jedi Survivor B1 Battle Droid from GameStop, and then also a Survivor KX Security Droid, which kind of looks like K2SO, but he's got like a backpack and a staff of some kind. Probably just a reprogrammed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. There's not a whole lot that's been announced. Um, let's see. Anybody else have anything that they've heard announced? Mm, I haven't heard or seen anything, no. Nothing more to add. Yeah, because the, the rest of the stuff here looks like all 
rehash. Um, Alright, so our topic for this evening was about Gen Con, and especially about Doug and I playing in the X-Wing tournament, you know, to bring it to Star Wars. So uh, I'm going to let Doug talk about his experience first. You want to talk about uh, what what kind of experience you had at, at Gen Con? I mean, you can talk overall and also the tournament as well. Sure. Yeah, we had a good time. Uh, Brian and I drove up um, Wednesday, got in the big line to get our official <coughs> we don't have COVID <laughs> our bracelet. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, everybody had to wear a mask. That was always, that was interesting. Uh, I thought it was a pretty big turnout. Brian kept saying, you said that you didn't think that it had, that it had been bigger before. Oh, yeah. It, I think it's been bigger before. Yeah, it's been a day or two since I'd been there, so uh, as far as the ones that I was had been to in the past, this was pretty pretty good size. Stretched all over that, all over the place up there, from the stadium, which I got lost one day and ended up in the middle of the fifty <laughs> yard line. That was pretty cool. Oh, wow! <laughs> what an, yeah, that was an adventure. <laughs> Met a couple people, uh, a, a gentleman named Andy who helped me get back to the convention hall and. <laughs> Where Brian was at, waiting on me. <laughs> it's like, where's Doug? Yeah. <laughs> well, he had forgot his mask, so he had to go back to the car. And yeah, I was already months. having foot trouble myself, so <clears throat> I went ahead and went on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was miserable. Sweat. It wasn't too bad of a walk on the way, but then having to walk back into the car and then all the way back again, and the, the sun had come up and it got hot. Oh, and no. <laughs> I just sweat. It was nasty. Yeah. <laughs> that particular day, I think my shirt was wet. You could wring it out. It was a bad day. <laughs> but anyway, on to the actual X-Wing <clears throat> portion of it. Brian and I both signed up to uh, participate in the qualifier tournament on Thursday. And our thinking was we'll get that out of the way, and then we would spend the rest of the weekend uh, doing pickup games and having more opportunities to learn, get into it. This was my very first tournament event ever. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and having only been played playing for you know about six months, uh, I was excited to try to play somebody besides Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, sounds like uh, you only need some more Ashland area players to me then. We really yeah. Could. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been much. You know, it's been so long since I've played any type of games like that. I, the only thing I can think of is Dungeons and Dragons when I was a teenager. It's been that long since I've played those type of strategic games. This is my first ever <laughs> tabletop game. Yeah. I had never played a tabletop game before that. I will admit the ships do look a freaking amazing. That yeah, you, well yeah they do. Yeah. And the strategy involved in it's really good. I enjoyed that. Uh, the synergy of putting the cards and the, the special specials together and being creative that way. And then the, uh, down to the maneuvers that each ship is able to do on your little dial. And then basic strategy, trying to anticipate what the what your opponent's going to do and what their movements are and what tricks they can do and how you can get to a advantage point on them to score a lot of hits without them being able to return the favor. <laughs> uh, right out of the gate, I fought uh, I, my first opponent was a gentleman named Brian. He had uh, the First Order bombers. 
I had never had the opportunity to play against them before, and that was a rather shocking game. They are really impressive. I've recently picked those up. I <laughs> uh, hope to put those to good use soon. Uh, it was actually a very close game. turned out that it came down to one dyro making the difference. If I hit and destroyed his ship, then I would win. If not, he would win. And it literally was a six-point swing. And I, luck was not with me. <laughs> I rolled a lot of blanks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my heavens, yes. It was a bad day. <laughs> that was the one thing I kept throughout every game. <laughs> my second opponent, uh, both my first and second opponents, ranked and made it to the final day. And I believe they were both within the top 15. So I don't feel too bad having been annihilated by them. <laughs> the experience was really good. They all played different uh, ship squads than what I was used to seeing. They had a lot of different uh, unique combinations that were really cool to learn. And it was just really fun to to get in there and, and, and compete against others that have been doing it for a long time. You know, it says iron sharpens iron, and that's the way you get better. Uh, I won two out of five. I felt that was pretty good for the uh, first time ever. Uh, even the two games that I won were pretty were pretty decent, and the players were really wonderful. All the community was great, and it was really it, really exciting to see thirty plus individuals playing this game every day. We would walk down on uh, Friday and Saturday and kind of watch some of the games being played, at, even after our tournament was over. It was disappointing, however, they did not have any additional pickup tournaments or pickup games at all. It was pretty, I mean, it was like they crammed all their qualifiers into those three days and then had the big free-for-all single elimination national tournament on Sunday. That was kind of disappointing. Brian said that the last time that they had done it, that they had a lot of those pickup games and you got, you know, prizes and participation cards and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I was looking forward to getting more of that. They did have some decent stuff that they gave out for our tournament. And I think pretty much everybody got something, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I got, we got a couple of cards. Yeah, uh, different ones, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on what squad you ran, I played a, a scum crew. And, Brian, I think you were playing Empire, wasn't you? Yes. Yeah. And so we got two different cards amongst all that. That was cool. But then after that, um, we bought some uh, containers, you know, the foam, the battle foam, in order to protect our little ships. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just looked over the con. Uh, we uh, did some split-up days on Friday and Saturday where we kind of got off, one, went on our own and did some things. I got to participate in some Warhammer and Battletech. I met Michael Stackpole. I was there, the author. He's written a bunch of the Star Wars X-Wing books and some of the early, you know, extended universe or I don't know what it's called now, but uh, he was really cool to meet. I'd met him before Legends. at Legends. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what they're calling it now. I'd met him and got his autograph uh, at Origins in Columbus years ago, but it was really cool. I didn't realize he was really into Battletech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in fact, he was participating in the tournaments. Yeah, and you so mentioned kinda... that uh, if you'd have known about them having that, you would have probably, like, ahead of time planned on playing very much so yeah that's that's one of my favorites i'll have to get you we might do that that next year (laughs) yeah you'd really enjoy that carl i think you would like that too 
I mean, what's not to love? Big giant robots just duking it out. Yeah, that is cool. It is pretty Sounding. fun. Yeah. And it looked like they had uh, kind of re- rejuvenated the product. They had brand new uh, battle mix. I know this is not a uh, <laughs> this is Star Wars podcast, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but it does fall into Gen Con. So. And that was the other uh, big, big thing that I really enjoyed getting to do was uh, talk battle tech to the guys. I went over to where they were doing their uh, tournaments and uh, got to talk to some of the some of the guys over there that were participating and just share the game with some others who were interested. And it was kind of fun to be able to just kind of jump in and you know feel connected. We saw all sorts of colorful looking uh, <laughs> individuals. I thought it was quite amazing that. Uh, it's an all-encompassing, all-inclusive environment. Uh, whether you had orange hair, green hair, purple hair, or like myself, no hair, <laughs> <laughs> you felt very welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm sporting the no hair as well. There you go. <laughs> we save money on shampoo that we can spend on Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. You, I tell you one thing. You mentioned walking back and burning up. That is the one biggest disadvantage about being bald is you have nothing that soaks up sweat on your head. Yes. It is so people that are not bald do not realize how bad that can be. Yes. <laughs> well, my hair is so short that it doesn't do anything for me either. <laughs> yeah. It's the struggle of the follically challenged. <laughs> and it is real. Yeah. <laughs> it goes straight to your eyes and into your ears. And yes. it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, so if you have a full head of hair and you're thinking about just taking it off don't do it for that very reason <laughs> and appreciate it because you'll miss it when it's gone <laughs> mm-hmm. or maybe a little bit mm-hmm. so back to gen con we spent some days doing uh, trial and error runs throughout the, the convention checking out different games and uh, but there was very little star wars gaming or even uh, things on sale and stuff in the convention hall i thought yeah. it was kind of strange how little star wars was uh represented there yeah it surprised me too because usually fantasy flight games has of course that's you know now they've gotten bought out by atomic mass games or asmodee or whoever and it's totally different because when fantasy flight was there they had a huge booth with everything that they sell you know, all kinds of Star Wars stuff, you know, mainly. I mean, they had other stuff, too, but, you know, they had pretty much every ship they had for sale. You know, they had Legion stuff. They had Imperial Assault, um, Armada. Yeah. And, of course, back then, uh, last time I went, they had Star Wars Destiny because it was still going. So is Destiny completely over with now? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah, they they cut they cut that out. Oh, when was that? Twenty something early 2020, and they announced a new card game when they were there, but they they haven't said anything about it. They just said we're gonna do a new card, new Star Wars card game. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, all it was I, I was just a banner. They showed. Yeah, they didn't even show examples. No. You know, usually they have one or two printed cards where they would give you at least an idea about what the uh, anticipate so it's a mystery uh, yeah they didn't go into any details whatsoever on it that i said i recall uh, i don't know if it's going to be based on 
They yeah, all movies. they did was they said we got something new, you know. Somebody said something like that, and then they showed a a B roll of a new card game coming, and that was it. <laughs> so it's pretty much yeah. nothing. <laughs> Anything else, Doug? Uh, we ate really well. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's always good. Oh, heavens. That was our primary goal. Uh, every evening, we, we come up with a really good place to go eat. We had deep dish pizza, Chicago-style one night, and old spaghetti factory, Red nice. Robin, and B-dubs. Uh, B-dubs was great for lunch, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Indy was a really nice place. It's a really good city. It was uh, Everything was real close there. And so it was, it, was, it was well done. And we found a great place to park. <laughs> really affordable. Sounds like a great trip then. Yeah. A little bit, a little a bit of a walk, but not too bad. Yeah, but the guy on the quad <clears throat> runner was pretty cool. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> when he wasn't taking care of Disney princesses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so my my experience, I also played, and we played the same day too, the FX Wing, the Thursday that we got there, or th- the first day that it was open. And I also went two and three, and my first match was against somebody by the name of Zach Bart, who, you know, for those who may know about X-Wing, he's pretty good. Uh, I'd only played him once before, uh, and I had beat him when I played at Origins in Columbus and ended up finishing second in that tournament. So he he beat me 19 to 13. So he also ended up, making the cut and going to the next day and then i think it was my was it fifth round i think it was that brian guy he ended up beating me as well same guy that beat you yeah, yeah he was, was really the, good he was, was that the first player. round yeah that was my first first round opponent yeah brian harper was that his name yeah mm-hmm. it's really cool guy too i uh he was real helpful explained a lot of of the tricks with those bombers especially they have a, the ability to move during a different uh, phase than the movement phase, and then drop bombs, <laughs> and then skedaddle out from behind and for, in, right in front of you. It was it was pretty interesting. What's crazy is that he actually got pared down when he faced me that last round. Really? Yeah, because he only had one loss at that point, and I had two already. Huh? So whenever he he faced me, we were different. You know records which is unusual i mean it happens sometimes but not you know all the time so i ended up getting paired up <laughs> yeah so, well maybe there was an odd number of players there, I, you there know, I didn't pay been. any attention uh, but even then there's depending on how many rounds there are there can be odd numbers of people with with a certain record mm-hmm. because there was two people who finished five and zero, oh, and then five people who finished four and one so what would have really stunk for him is if I had beat him after getting pared down. Yeah. Yeah, and you never underestimate someone just because they might have had bad luck the game before. Uh, every dog can have its day, you know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, he beat me pretty soundly. <laughs> he did. <laughs> it was, uh, what was the 20 to 5. Ouch, that does sound oh. like a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, most that's of my good. other matches were all really close. They were all within six or seven points. And uh, the two wins that I got were blowout wins. I think I beat, let's see, the second round I won. Yeah, I won 22-6. to six. And I think it was the third round I won also. No, it wasn't the fourth round. And the fourth round I won 20-3. to three. So it was 
feast or famine on the winds. <laughs> I either blew my opponent out, you know, or there was a couple of close ones, and then there was one I got blown out. But uh, <clears throat> I think it, I think it was my style of play. I should have played differently. I was too timid with Vader whenever I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, my my list was Darth Vader in the TIE Defender and an ISB Jingoist in a TIE Fighter and then another TIE Fighter with Valen Rudor and another TIE Fighter with Wampa and then a TIE Reaper with uh, Major Vermeil. So the TIE Reaper, of course, is from Rogue One. If you if you don't know, it's a bigger ship that carries troopers. And uh, so they've, they've got all kinds of ships in this game, even from books and games and comic books. Mm-hmm. So it most people... Me, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it makes me jealous at times, thinking, oh my gosh, why won't Hasbro make this ship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we I were agree. talking yes. a couple of episodes ago with... Uh, uh, Mr. Barry, he was he made a Hawk 290, and it, of course it's in this game, but Hasbro's never done one. So I had, I mean, I enjoyed playing. <clears throat> I I like Doug. I wish we could play with other people, just because if you play the same person all the time, you tend to learn their style or the way they play, mm-hmm. and it it can help to have other people play. I mean, one time we used to have like a dozen people in this area. But due to one factor or another, they've all quit playing. Yeah, I think when they changed from the initial game to the 2.0, and I think they're Mm -hmm. even now on a 2.6 or something, uh, put a little sour taste in everybody's mouth. Yeah, definitely when they went to 2.0. Yeah, I like what uh, Dion was saying Mm -hmm. about if you're good at this, (laughs) you know, if you were skillful with, the strategy and we're capable of moving your ships around the table to great effect you'll be you'll still have that it'll still translate into 2.0 uh they just kind of streamlined it a bit I've yeah is from the the gold squadron podcast and they do yes. a lot of streaming of games at big conventions uh this coming weekend there's going to be one and uh it's called nova the nova open I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but it's in Virginia area. I've never been to that one. Me neither. That's not too far from us either. Mm-mm. That's drivable. We need to start reaching out, making contacts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in, in March of next year is Worlds. Yeah, that's in Chicago, right? Schaumburg, Illinois, right, right up from Schaumburg. Chicago. Yeah. It's about eight hours or so. So Again, not horrible. Drivable. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at uh, hotels myself. Is there a great deal of places to stay? Oh, yeah. They're local? Um, There's a lot that are close, but they're a little... I mean, they're not real expensive. Um, I found one that's across the highway, but it's still... They they have free parking there at the convention center, so, you know, it's no problem to, you know, go over to the convention center and just park right there up next to the building. Wow. Yeah. That's almost unheard of on mm-hmm. all conventions oh, i was surprised i mean i was totally shocked when i got there and it was free and huh. the convention itself i don't know if it still is or not but ever since every every time i've went if like let's say my wife went with me and son which they have in the past 
they get in for free. You know, they don't, if you're not going to play any games, if you're just going to go there to look around or go buy stuff from the vendors, it's free. No way. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, you that only is. have to buy a badge if you play. Wow, that's really impressive. Yeah, it's the only convention I know like it. I've never heard of one. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, and I think the, if I'm not mistaken, the badge is only like 30 bucks. Does that incorporate the entire weekend or just yeah, one day? that's the entire weekend. That's your, that's the, you have to pay 30 bucks in order to play games, and then you have to pay for each event. Mm. But still, that's cheaper than Gen Con, way cheaper. Yeah. Because Gen Con was, was like 100 bucks. 125 yeah. I believe, for the weekend. So this one's and a lot then cheaper. An additional 30 to play in the tournament. So, wow. Yeah, that's really cost-effective. And uh, like you said about going to other other stuff in the convention center, you know, we looked around, shopped. I went and got picked up a, or was looking at uh, Funko's uh, booth, and they talked about how they have stuff in a different room. So I went to the, their room and looked around, and they had people playing games in there of the of the games that they were selling. So I was looking over at one for called E.T. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, it's a co-op game, which we haven't got to play yet, but we will hopefully at some point uh, soon. And it looks pretty cool. It's a, you know, a co-op which everybody plays on the same team and tries to get E.T. home or something like that. <laughs> I think I saw that at Target. I didn't know it was made by Funko, though. Yeah. yeah and I, there was probably some other rooms as well. I heard somebody say something about Fantasy Flight having a game because they're still a company. They're still around. They just do card games and from some kind of board games and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't though, see them. Yeah, even though they're still owned by Atomic Mass now or Asmodee or whoever. I think Asmodee's the, the parent company and Fantasy Flight and Atomic Mass games are their children. <laughs> the Atomic Mass is the X-Wing tabletop owner, I guess, now. And uh, I heard that uh, the former owner of Fantasy Flight was, I guess disappointed in how it turned out and regrets selling fantasy flight now <laughs> so he created his own new company again so uh i got uh, a notification the other day that i got a bad uh, press badge now for iccc so i'll be doing that again and uh i think are you going with me doug yeah what about you yep. carl i doubt it i mean <laughs> Come on, Carl. I have a room. I have another room. You know, I, yeah. if we can get another person to go, you guys can split that room. Kind of putting him on the spot. He needs to. He yeah. needs to go to something <laughs> like that, or or you know, Star Wars Celebration. He's never been to one of those. I know, but I just seem to enjoy HorrorCon so much and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you like Star Wars. I don't. You know, I, I think you would enjoy it. I probably would. All about the companionship and the people that you go with, Carl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is part. That is the fun part of convention is going with friends and stuff. Absolutely. I've been to so many celebrations now, and that you know, I've gone to a lot of the, you know, I guess things that happen afterwards. That you know, I've picked up you know new friends here and there, and you know, I'd like to see those guys uh, and gals. You know again and again every year or every other year or three years or whatever they decide to do i don't think they've ever actually had it back to back they tried to (laughs) i think yeah 19 and 20 was going to be a back-to-back year wasn't it yep that didn't work out well (laughs) (laughs) 
No, 20, 2020 is when everything all went to heck for a little bit. Uh, I don't even know that that actually happened. I think we skipped 20 and just had two 21s. <laughs> that's why people, that's why people keep saying they didn't age a year in 2020. It doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they didn't get to do anything. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, we may have aged or mildewed. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess uh, that's all I've got for, for Gen Con. Sounds like you both had a really good time. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Plus, it was Brian and I's first time away together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Say that in a, uh, you know, (laughs) correct manner. Uh, But it was, I I thought it worked out really well. We didn't have any trouble sleeping. Uh, What was the Marvel game that we played in the motel? Flux. Flux, yes. Who was it that won all those? Uh, well, that's all the time we've got for today. <laughs> See, you go to something that's not Star Wars, and he instantly cut and you he, off. I shot the hook, grabbed my throat, and pulled me off stage. Wow. Yeah. He'll edit this out later of the podcast. <laughs> yes, you won all the games. Yeah, I did. That was a fun game. I enjoyed that. I wish they had a Star Wars version. They do have a Star Trek version, but not Star Wars. Yeah, they need to make one. It would be real easy to do, too. Oh, yeah. It was kind of quick and easy like Munchkin, something that would be uh, fun to play just sitting around like mm-hmm. Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, just uh, when you got, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I mean, it doesn't take very long to play. Well, sometimes it does. We've actually had times where we've had to reshuffle the deck. <laughs> yeah, we went through that one deck, uh, at least one reshuffle. Overall, it was a good trip. Yep. Easy drive up and back. Yeah, it's only like four stay. hours. Yeah, it was pretty pretty close to us. Definitely worth going and, and participating in. I think the, if I was going to change anything, it's be more well-prepared and uh, reach out and do more things. Mm-hmm. Everything you, you would go to required a ticket and had to have been purchased in advance, and there was sold out and didn't have enough room for everybody. Uh, there was a real cool Warhammer, uh, I guess the it was a contest, you got a convention figure and then just had to tell a story through a diorama. <laughs> so you would put together this scene and paint it and put it. I mean, it was really, they had some really creative and artistic people out there. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't draw a stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you see those little tiny figures, it blows my mind how they can paint something that tiny. Oh, you should see these pewter figures, man. These are yes. really tiny. I don't know yeah. how they did it. You have to bring those to the next meeting. They're they're well done. And they're, there's every character represented in that little bag. That was really, that's a lot of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you all bringing stuff for for sale at the fall festival? I am. I believe I will as well. I, I got stuff already organized to take. <laughs> Excellent. We'll end up selling to each other and just more or less trading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it always happens with me, Mark, and Lunchbox a lot. We always end up trading, buying, <laughs> switcheroos. Yep, yep. I always think I'll try to come about, uh, come out of this ahead. Let's go there and make some money so I can buy something else, and that never happens. <laughs> I usually make the most money at ICCC. That's where you're selling out of your uh, hotel room, though, isn't it? Uh, well, at first... Where where we were at last year, we did it down in the lobby. Mm. Um, so I think they're going to do that again this time. Even though it's at a different venue, it'll be in the lobby of the hotel. There's a certain hotel that they've deemed to be like the 
the hobby or the top, the hotel for selling stuff, you know, after hours or whatever. The room sales is what they call it. So do you have to pay extra to participate in that, or is it no. first come, first serve? And... First come, first serve. I, I bring oh, my that's... own table. Right. You can't beat that. That's a win-win. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think that's all the time we've got for today, and I want to thank Doug for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Doug. That was fun uh, listening to you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was a it was a pleasure to be uh, to sit here and talk the wars with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Carl, you want to read the outro? All right. First of all, I want to mention our Patreon. We have a Patreon account, which is at patreon.com slash the star wars collector and we first of all want to thank all of our patreon members that's already signed up and has been helping us out some since the very beginning since brian started the patreon so i want to thank you guys and if you're interested in signing up you can you can sign up at that link and you can just do as much as a dollar a month i mean as you little as a dollar. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I meant to say. A little. I'm going to say you can't even go in the Dollar Tree now. Everything's a dollar twenty-five in the Dollar Tree now. So you can you can sign up for as, as little as a dollar, as Brian said. Yeah, we also have different card. levels. Yeah, and um, we have the Facebook page, the Facebook.com/slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. We have the Facebook group, and you can still leave us an iTunes review if you want, and. Um, we're on Discord, even though Brian says it's really dead and has not been active <laughs> in a long time. <laughs> and you can email us at TSWCpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Twitter at TSWCpodcast. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, and he doesn't have a Facebook mm-hmm. shout-out, so thank you, everybody, for following <clears throat> us on Facebook and listening to our podcast. Yeah, and we need some Ask Bo questions. I know people have said in the past that they had some they wanted to send in. I haven't gotten any. So send it in, TSWCpodcast at gmail.com, and we can get Bo back on here and ask him some questions. Yeah, I can't believe nobody's not sent you any questions for him. Yeah, I like hearing his answers. I do, too. I, I mean, I, I hardly ever listen to me and you, but when, when Bo's I on either. there, I will, skip, I will skip through to the end to hear him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't listen to to me either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except when I'm editing the podcast. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, thanks again, Doug. You're very welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, Appreciate thanks. it. We'll uh, talk to you next month, and may the Force be with you.